On the previous two episodes, we've been talking about the benefits of having a mission statement for homeschool parents and how you can write your own. I don't know if you took some took those steps and tried to start brainstorming to think about your mission statement, but if you didn't, or if you want some help in that process, just want to remind you about the guided work session this coming Friday, October 1st at 2 p.m. Central Time to help you write your mission statement. I will leave a link in the show notes here for that live work session. You can come join us in the Resource Center and uh, work through that process together. Now, if you can't attend the session live, no need to worry. The replay will be in the Resource Center sometime next week. So let's dive into today's topic and talk about those three ways that you can live uh, live out your mission statement to have an impactful life. The first way is to use your mission statement to evaluate decisions. I like to call it your decision-making framework. When you know what your vision is and you know how you're going to achieve that, your mission, it is much easier for you to look at decisions and look at options and make decisions that line up with your mission statement. We have had to do this multiple, multiple times. When my daughters were younger and they were involved in dance lessons, when it was just for fun and they could miss lessons but then come back and jump right back in, it lined up with our mission statement. But once it started interfering and they were no longer able to travel in the middle of the school year, it became a problem. So we had to, uh, with them, think through and evaluate what are the benefits of the dance lessons. Is that lining up with our mission statement? It wasn't. So what do we do about it? Do we pull out and stop uh, ballet? And we made the difficult decision that that's what we needed to do. And they still kind of miss it. They still talk about it occasionally, but they recognize how we are living out our mission and the uh, major benefits of traveling and traveling as a family. And so they've been okay with that. Uh, I actually made a difficult decision in my business a couple of years ago. I had been speaking at homeschool conferences and conventions around the country and really enjoy it. I love connecting with you. I love seeing you face-to-face, hearing your story, and being able to share with you in that format, to speak to groups and to uh, just empower them and equip them. But yet, it was taking a toll on our family. My husband's job was really busy at the time, I knew that I needed to be that pop-off valve on the pressure cooker. When things started to heat up and we started to have more stress because of scheduling and uh, maturing children and just all of that, I knew that if I was stressed, it was not going to help all of us. We would not be able to live out our mission the way we wanted to. So I put my family's purpose above my business purpose. And I was still here serving you on the podcast and through posts and emails, but I could do that on my time and I could weave that in to how it worked for my family. 
I had to stop speaking at conventions for a while, though, because it just wasn't going to work to have that level of stress and to have that com- level of complexity with our traveling. So I took a step back for a few years. And man, I'm so glad I did. God blessed that decision immensely. During that time that I was not speaking, I was able to dive in and really ask some hard questions. What is my purpose at Triumphant Learning? And I rediscovered my passion. I rediscovered how much I love helping you to homeschool with confidence and joy. And I thought about how am I going to achieve that? How am I going to, what route am I going to take to reach that vision? And I realized I need to have a course on how to homeschool because if you want to homeschool with confidence, you need to know how to do it. I created the homeschool roadmap. The next problem that I heard from my, from you, my listeners and my email subscribers was that you wanted help managing your day. You had so much to get done. You didn't know how to do it. And I knew that God wanted me to create the Flourishing Days framework so that you could be equipped to live out your days and not feel frazzled. I would not have been able to do that had I just kept going and kept doing like everybody else. And even though I love speaking, I knew that I needed to take that step back. God used that time to help me um, more fully live out the triumphant learning mission. And I'm really excited now that we're in a little bit different place in our lives. My uh, daughters are older. I'm going to be able to start speaking again. And so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really looking forward to meeting some of you. And I'll put a little plug in here. If you are in a support group or a co-op and you would like to have me speak at your group, we can do that over Zoom. Um, I can travel a limited amount, but it's a little easier in our day and age to use Zoom to be able to schedule that. So uh, you can find information about that on my website if you're interested. So let's get back into evaluating your decisions. You basically will use your mission statement like a litmus test. You will be able to say, uh, what do I think about this opportunity? Does it line up with our mission statement? If not, you can say no. If it does, dive in wholeheartedly. Now, you need to see it to use it. Once you've written it, you've got to actually do something with it. And there's a danger in this too. I printed ours out and put it on our wall, but it's now become just a part of the background, a part of the decorations. So we have to be intentional to at least once a year, if not more frequently, talk about it to uh, make sure that we are still living it out. But if you don't have it displayed at all, you're not going to remember to do that at all. So some ways you could do that is to just put it in a, a word processing document, whatever program you use, and print it up. You could use a printing service like um, some of the Canvas printing places and print it up on a canvas. I actually had ours just printed on 12 by 12 size, like a scrapbook page, because I could get a frame for that since so many people like to print their scrapbook pages. 
You might want to print up bookmarks to remind yourself that you can put them in your Bible or in a book that you're reading so that you will see it frequently. I have our homeschool mission statement printed out and also digitally in our uh, homeschool spreadsheet. So I review it every year before I start planning lessons so that I know that we are living out our mission and we are making progress toward achieving the, <clears throat> pardon me, the vision we have for our homeschool. You can search Pinterest for other ideas, but it does not have to be fancy. You can keep it simple. You can um, make it match your personality. If you love things to be beautiful, make it beautiful. If you just want to be practical, print it out. The point is you need to see it in order to use it. The other thing you need to do is to integrate your mission statement into your daily lives. Find ways to talk about it in daily conversations. I actually talk about my business mission statement frequently with my daughters. I will often ask them for advice. I'll say, hey, I'm working on this idea for a post or a podcast or an email, whatever it is. And I'll say, my purpose is to help parents feel equipped and feel empowered. What do you think I should do about this? Which direction should I take? I'm bringing it up in conversations. And even though it does not directly impact them because they are invested in my business, they come to me frequently and tell me they have ideas of how I should uh, phrase something or a, a post that I should write for your benefit. But in reality... Beyond them thinking about that and being invested in what I'm interested in, it doesn't really have a lot of meaning to them, but they still are aware of it because I talk about it often. The same is true with our family mission statement and our homeschool mission statement. We talk frequently about uh, what we believe, about how we want to go about living life. You could also, as you are disciplining your children, you could say, in our family, we, and insert one of your core values, or we don't do this, we do this, and talk about how your core values are lived out. What does that mean to you? What does it look like in practicality, in daily life, when you're living out your core values? You also need to find ways to... Uh, live it out. For example, one of our core, our vision statement is to love and serve others. And so we really want to serve other people. My husband and I were in a co-ed service fraternity when we were in college, before we even got married, when we first met. And that foundation has carried forward. And we really want to find ways that we can serve other people. And that was a challenge when our daughters were younger. We had to find ways we could bring them alongside us, whether it was preparing a meal for a friend or doing something at church that they could come along. As they got a little older, we found other ways that we could take them with us as we were serving. So find ways to live out your mission statement. Let that influence the activities that you participate in and what you do. The third thing is that you need to overcome obstacles to living out your mission statement. This will take confidence. You need to know what it is that you want to achieve and how you want to achieve it, which is why you've done this hard work to uh, 
um, identify your core values, to identify what makes you unique and how you're going to do it. Because there will be times that you feel like you're inadequate, times that you don't think that you can do what you are being called to do because it doesn't look like what everybody else is doing, and that is okay. It is important that we know what our standards are and our core values so that we are not tempted to live up to other people's standards and to um, know that society's standards may not be as high as ours and that we want to achieve something different. We have to avoid that comparison and know that um, fear, guilt, and shame are the primary reasons that we don't achieve our goals, that we don't achieve our our vision. We're afraid that we'll fail. We're afraid that uh, it won't turn out. We might feel guilt that we're, we or our children are missing out on activities because we're making intentional choices. We deal with this all the time in that the decisions that we have made for our family makes our family life look different than a lot of people's. And my children have often said, it's really hard. We don't like having to live this way. We don't like having to look different than everybody else. And we'll talk about why it is that our family culture and our family values look different. And they are reminded of the benefits and why it is we do what we do, and then they don't mind so much. You also have to have realistic expectations. Know that this is a journey. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You will make progress in some areas, and then you might stall out for a while, and then you'll make more progress. You will probably have some competing interests. Like I mentioned Previously, with my business endeavors and speaking, I had to take a break for a while so that I could serve my family. So you may find that you need to make choices that look like you're not making progress toward achieving your vision, but really you're just moving a little slower for a season. Finally, be intentional. Identify one change that you need to make, one thing that you want to do differently, and start working on implementing that. Ask yourself, what is the one step that I can take in the next season of my life to get closer to my goal? There have been times that my next step in my business was to write a post to record a podcast episode, and I said, I just have to get this one thing done. I'll be honest, I did not know if I was going to show up here today and record or not. I have been having voice problems for the past couple of months. It's, I think, related to allergies and just all of the pollen and the smoke that's in the air right now. I wake up each day, and I don't know what my voice is going to be like, so that makes it difficult for me to plan. But... I know that when I've identified what my next step is, I will be able to take it. I may just have to be patient with the timing or with the way that it looks when I do it. It is helpful to to perform a SWOT analysis. Identify your strengths, your weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And... What is it that 
is in each of those categories. And then ask, what are you going to do about it? How can you enhance those or minimize them, depending on whether it's the positive or the negative? And as you think about that, that can help you identify the next steps that you want to take. Now, living out your mission statement is going to require you to make some hard decisions. It will require you to maybe look a little differently than uh, what you were expecting, than what society might be expecting. But know that when you are living out your vision and mission, you're living with purpose. You are living out and living up to what God created you to be. I would love to hear how this series has helped you. How, what is your mission? What is your vision? Come join us in the resource center and let me know. Um, you can comment on the uh, post for this podcast episode inside the resource center and tell us how you're living out your vision and your mission statement. What is helping you to live intentionally? And just a reminder that the guided work session is this coming Friday, October 1st. And if you can't make it, you can attend the, you can watch the replay at any time. But I really hope that you will be able to join us and to write your mission statement so that you can start living intentionally. Until next time, have a triumphant day.